Welcome to Verbal Diary, the podcast, with your hosts, Cy Joplin and James Norton. Strap yourself in for the rants and bants. We're recording. We're recording. This is quite a novel experience. Isn't it? We're in the same room. Yeah. There are some downsides. I know, we're in the same room. Yeah, I'm going to have to record this looking at your face. So if you, um, if you hear some strange noises, dear listener, it's probably related to that. No comments, Your Honour. And also, we, we would normally have a bit of inside baseball. We'd normally have two recordings to work from. One from Simon's end and one from my end. And um, that means that while Simon's talking, I can make some noise. And it's not a problem because it doesn't appear on the recording. And vice versa. So let's say I need to take a drink or something. So it's not a problem while Simon's talking. Of course, being in the same room, every little bit of extra noise is going to appear on the podcast. So this is a bit of an experiment. Please do let us know what you think. Um, what hashtag should we use? Do you need to tweet out either at Cy, at Nortles, or at Verbal Diary with the hashtag being in the same room can be good, but might not be? Under the really long hashtag. <laughs> I don't think you get the concepts of hashtags yet, do you, James? So you come up with the hashtags this, this week. It will come out, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll think of it while we're talking. But it's a good one. Yeah. Ha- hashtag trial separation. Ooh, well, that's better. Yeah. Two words are fine. I think anything beyond three words in a hashtag, you're going to get a bit of confusion. I'll tell you what, if you're wanting to tweet at either of us or both of us and our hashtags are putting you off because they're too long, just don't use a hashtag. It's fine. It's not like we're getting a thousand or a million tweets a day. We'll probably be able to work out what you're talking about. To be honest, we've had a surge of them this week. How many? Two. I know. Well, thank you very much to both people who tweeted. Was it directly at you, sir? I think they were to me, yes. Um, With the appropriate hashtag you said? Appropriate hashtag, emergency, and the headphone emoji. Awesome. Let's keep going with hashtag emergency. Let's just make that our hashtag. I should write a little um, script. That's not really a script, is it? You can do it on if... Um, to say if any tweets with hashtag emergency, you should put them into a Google Doc. And that way I'll feel like a real podcaster. Um, that sounds great. Let's make that happen as well. Anyway. anyway. Now, now, dear listeners, excuse the background noise here because I'm about to open my bottle so I can have a drink. It's not champagne, unfortunately. It's boring water. It's not boring water. Oh, it's vodka then. (laughs) (laughs) How are you this week, Si? I'm okay. Better than I was last week. Went down with something. I don't know what was wrong, but I needed a couple of days just to recoup. Bit unwell. Um, But yeah, good. The weather's beautiful. It's, It's bringing a whole new energy to me. How about you? It's been quite a week weather wise. Um, so, I mean, it does make me a little bit concerned, this weather, because um, as beautiful as it is, and uh, I spent a bit of time outdoors yesterday afternoon in unseasonably warm February weather, mm. um, I, had no, I had no coat, no jacket, no nothing, it was just, I was just there, I was, I didn't, I was wearing something. Did you have some clothes? I had some clothes, but I was, just, I was just in jeans and a shirt, nothing else, it was fantastic. Gorgeous. People are eating ice cream everywhere. It's, it's amazing. Um, we are in Camden. That's all they got. <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so 
The one thing that I was, I felt a little bit saddened about, though, is, is that um, we shouldn't be having this weather. It's unnatural. Uh, and, and we've had the, the two hottest ever February days in the UK in a row this week. Mm. And it just, it just makes me a little bit concerned. So I really hope that uh, we enjoy this. We should enjoy it. And I enjoyed it. Oh, that vitamin D felt great. But we should also just, just, just remember that uh, we, we, we need to do something about this planet. And we do. What we're doing to it. Uh, as we sit here with loads of devices, we've got a TV in this room that's not being used and it drives me crazy that the TVs are always on. But it's on, yes. Um, and we're not using it. It's not so, even black. Exactly, it's just burning energy. And there's no way that I can switch it off. No. So it's there's no remote control. There's nothing. It drives me crazy. But but let's not get too bogged down in the negative. I just thought I'd mention that. It's a silver dining, I guess, as well. How I'm feeling this morning. Uh, it's a tangent from last week as well. We'll be talking about climate change as well. But Have you bought a bottle of bugs? A bottle of what? Uh, insects. Oh no, to, no, no, no. So, so that we can continue from last time. I, I think we should veer away from that topic this week just okay. to keep it a little bit more light-hearted. Oh, oh, okay. That could be a problem. So, 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 other than your unfortunate illness and the beautiful weather, what 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 else has been happening for you? Um, what else has been going on? Um, preparing for some master, as we talked last week about big walk. So, I did a bit of training at the weekend. We did a twelve. How many days you went for a walk? Went for a walk. It's twelve kilometres though. It was quite impressive. Um, and we dragged our son along as well, who is twelve years old. Um, but he did really well. We didn't complain once. He just started struggling towards the end, but I was really impressed. So, yeah, we're, um, I think we're on for the 50k challenge at some point. Not sure when yet or where. Still trying to work out when. So, yeah, it's all good, good. Anything on your side? What's been going on? I've had a really lovely week, actually. Hmm? A really nice week. Um, I had a great weekend. I had a couple of major highlights. I, I opened up one of the nicest bottles of whiskey I've ever Ooh. had. It was amazing. So from a, a distillery I'd actually never heard of called Inverleven. And it's a 23-year-old uh, cask strength Inverleven. And it was something quite special. So 1995, is that? 23 years ago. Well, it was distilled in 1979 and bottled in 2003. So it's been sitting around for a little while, which is fine. Whiskey doesn't go off or anything. You get a little bit of evaporation if it's not sealed properly, but otherwise it doesn't go off. Mm. And this is a... Uh, it was a bit special. So I don't even know if... I meant to Google, actually, in these, and I'm just doing that right now, in case you're wondering what the keyboard tapping is. And let's have a look. Um, I think... I think... Inverleven is gone. <gasps> no, maybe not, maybe not. Maybe not. It's a lowland single malt, um, mostly used for blended whiskies, um, but they obviously produce some uh, some great single malts because this was a single. Um, a absolutely fantastic. So, so I'm not a whisky drinker, and I, I am curious about the whole thing, the phenomenon. Mm -hmm. um, I want to do a whisky tasting session. It closed in 1991. And this was bottled in, so bottled in two thousand three. Yeah, so it, so it, was, it was allowed to mature. Amazing stuff. You want to do a whiskey tasting? I need to do some. We should do a verbal diary 
whiskey tasting followed by a live recording. That, that would be amazing. Definitely. The, the problem is, I, I actually went to a whiskey tasting with a friend a couple of weeks ago. Fantastic. Really good fun. And we had some very nice whiskey. Mm-hmm. But something like this Inverleven just blew any of those right out of the water. It was so they. good. Um, so, yeah, we should do a verbal diary whiskey tour. So, how do you have your whiskeys? Do you have it on rocks, as they say, or. Never. Oh, you, the the oh. venom in your face then would sit down. Oh. No, 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 no. You never have whiskey on the rocks. Okay. You would have something like an American style whiskey or a bourbon, that's fine. Okay. Um, but a fine malt whiskey, no, 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 no. You don't touch it. Making it cold ruins it. Right, okay. So, something like a J&B or a, a, a Johnny Walker, you might um, you might have on the rocks. Okay. Um, but yeah, not, not, not anything fine I'm Scottish serious or Irish or Japanese. Um, Sorry, uneducated in whiskey. And so, you, you, you want to drink it fairly close to body temperature. Ooh, okay, keep it close. And when you taste whiskey, so you should use a proper fluted whiskey glass. Fluted. Fluted. Oh, well. So it, it's a little bit... How do you describe it? We'll put a link in the show notes to a fluted whiskey glass. They're not very fluted. It's not like a champagne flute. But it has a slightly rounded bottom. Um, and um, and they're, they're quite small. And the idea is that you swirl the whiskey around. Mm. You hold it in your hand a bit like a brandy glass. And you swirl the whiskey around to warm it up a little bit. Um, and then you need to take in the, the, the smell. Okay. You need to, you need to take a good... Like good smell. wine. Yeah, more Red. so, in fact. Because yeah. the, the whiskey will open up your airwaves a little bit and you'll start to get the flavour of it. And then you taste it and you, you'll, you move it around in the mouth a little bit, cauterising your mouth at the same time. Um, you, you move it around in your mouth a little bit and then you swallow it. And what, what, what you're looking for is where, where is the heat? Whiskey always has heat. So it's, it's, is it in the front of the mouth, the back of the mouth? Is there a long finish? By which uh, what we mean is, so you, you, you've swallowed the, the whiskey, mm-hmm. but does the flavour remain with you for 20 seconds, 30 seconds afterwards? Or does it dissipate very quickly? Mm-hmm. Um, you can detect, sometimes you can detect fruity notes, flowery notes are more common than that. Um, you might have heat, like spicy heat. Some, some whiskies have spice, mm-hmm. some have... Um, smoke and some have peat flavors, um, and then you get combinations thereof. So you're sort of looking out for those sorts of things, and they're very different. I don't think any of your whiskey tours need to come to your house. You seem to know a lot about this. I've also got enough different bottles of whiskey that we can easily <laughs> do a tasting. That we it sounds like a, a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad at this. All I get to do with whiskey is Jack Daniels with my mate from school days and that's it yeah you mix it with coke uh, no I can't do that with it's country coke anymore okay well Jack Daniels you can have with us yeah um, and occasionally you might add a drop of water yeah to whiskey which can Not open it up a little bit okay um, but you're watering it down so you're so it's going to change the flavour profile a little bit ah, and the types of water could affect that as well surely. absolutely yeah. absolutely so you typically would use a Scottish water um, oh. It really makes that much of a difference. Um, Sounds good, though. We should do a verbal diary whiskey tasting. We should do a whiskey special. Yeah. So, um, so, so I opened this bottle on Friday night. Oh, that was good. Um, 
On Saturday, uh, I took my little one out for the day. Okay. We went to Borough Market, which was quite Ooh, fun. Nice. We had sausage rolls from the ginger pig, which she went mental for. Loved it. Um, and then we climbed the monument. Ooh. So, for those who don't know or have never heard of it, the monument is, was built in, I believe, 1676 or something like that. Okay. Um, and it was a monument to the Great Fire of London. In 1666. Okay. And it's very tall. It's 202 feet, if memory serves. 69 metres, I want to say. I'm trying to remember this off of my head, so excuse me if the figures are slightly wrong. Um, and it's situated... So it's a 202 feet tall, and it's situated 202 feet away from supposedly where the Great Fire started on Pudding Lane. Um, it's just by London Bridge. Not by not really London Bridge Station, but the north side of London Bridge, the London Bridge itself. Um, obviously near Monument Station mm. and I've seen it quite a few times I didn't even know you could climb it but when my little one was learning about um, the Great Fire of London at school we read up on various things found out you can climb the, the, uh, the monument so we did it's 311 steps in each direction and yeah that was really interesting nice Get to the top, you've got good views. I'll bet from there. Uh, it's very, very narrow at the top. Really? Uh, yes, it's not a great view oh, yeah. platform. It only allows 33 people up there at once. Okay. Um, the stairs were interesting, but we did well. We did well, we enjoyed it. Cool. Um, culture. Culture. I wouldn't call that that cultural, but <laughs> maybe by your standards. By my standards, it's definitely um, cultural. It was good fun. So, uh, if you're interested in, in climbing the monument, go do it. it. It's not free. It does cost a few pounds. Yeah. You can spend as long as you like at the top. Sounds um, cool. We'll get that in the show notes as well. Yeah. I'm learning about it now. It's a, it's a great thing. So, really enjoyed that. Amazing. So, that's kind of been my week. Sounds like a good week. Shall we uh, move on to the next part of the show? Should we dive in? Dive right in. It's, it's, it's time for... Go on. Article of the week. Verbal Diary with Cy and James. So, um, oh, do, do you know what we should do? Because obviously, when you listen to this podcast, this is what you would hear. Verbal Diary with Cy and James. There you go, played live in the room. <laughs> live. And the quartet can go now, bye. <laughs> so, well, yeah, okay, no, not quite. But yeah, I, yeah, not live, live, but played live off my laptop. So this is, it's your week. It's my week for Article of the Week. And after last week's um, bombshell about insects and uh, the, 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 the dying of them all, really, um, I thought I'd try something a little bit different. Um, last week, I, I think it was last week, I was in the car and I heard on Radio 4's Today Show, uh, one of those, and finally, um, and it was around the, this problem with emojis in court cases, um, and they, they are showing a lot more presence in court cases from the States and in the UK now. But the uh, judges don't know what to do with it. They, they, they don't understand the emoji culture. They're not in touch with Generation Z or whatever we're sort of calling them nowadays. Um, and the hidden meanings of some of these emojis as well. Side tangent, what's the plural for emoji? Emoji. Just emoji, not emojis, as some people say. Emoji. Good, let's get that clear just off from the start. So, um, yeah. Or is it Emojum? Oh, Emoji. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I thought it was quite an interesting topic. Um, because yeah, as we develop as a culture um, and we become more international, emojis definitely found a place in what we do as a language. 
Um, it's, it's a nice, simple metaphor you can use, or obvious, you know, icons that you know describe happiness or sadness or high fives, whatever you want to do, okays, thumbs up. Um, my family mostly use emoji now. So when I look in my WhatsApp, even my mother-in-law sends me emojis of hand claps, crying faces, thankfully no aubergines, because I don't think she gets that one. But this is my point, right? So apparently there are a lot of hidden meanings in some emojis, like an eggplant. Um, if you don't know what I mean, then you should probably go and do a bit of research, but be careful you don't do it at work. Um, peaches as well. Um, the, the look of a peach is, can be misconstrued. Um, but court cases are growing in this situation, and, and it's, it's, it's interesting that it's only just becoming a problem that uh, the amount of cases that are coming out of the, the woodworks, as it were. I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. Being a digital man, being of an age. A digital man. A digital man. You're not real, you're just ones and zeros. Um, you know, you, you work your tech like I do, and we're surrounded by youngsters that use them a lot. And I think it, it's... Yeah, but we're old. Well, I'm old. Old, old by comparison, yes. Um, and so I'm not sure I understand emoji as well as I probably <laughs> should. Uh, I think they're fun. Yes. I think they are um, mainly used by me to basically put a cheeky smiley after I've been rude to someone over text. That's typically what, what, what I use them for. Wink. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I, I think they're just fun. They're, they're very expressive. I, I really like the fact that there's new, loads of new ones coming out all the time. Um, I think they should be a bit easier to use on, on most platforms. They're a, bit, they're a bit of a pain. So I don't use them as much as I probably would like to. As with the evolution of language in general, I think... Um, we need to catch up as a society with the changes that are going on. So the changes in language always are always ahead of society, and particularly institutions within society such as the courts. Yeah. And emoji are, are another form of language, and it's another form of the evolution of language. And I, I, I hear a lot of people say, "Oh God, can't people talk properly or whatever?" Like, well, this is talking properly. And if you went back 150 years, they'd be laughing at us. Absolutely. And if you so, go back a thousand odd years, they were using glyphs then as well. So And they wouldn't have a clue what we were saying anyway. Exactly. Now, language evolves surprisingly quickly. It evolves um, of its own course, and we should embrace that rather than try and stop it. However, one of the prerequisites for language that I consider to be important is clarity. Mm-hmm. And that's where emoji right now have taken a little bit of a step back. Because I don't think they provide absolute clarity in when they're used. So I think there is an argument that perhaps we do need to uh, limit the use of emoji for things like legal uh, purposes, where absolute clarity is everything. There are certain emoji that we probably as a society probably agree on what they mean, but I don't actually know if that's the case. So I, I do think this is an interesting challenge, particularly for the courts, where, as I say, precision is everything. Yep. Because emoji are, by their nature, imprecise. They're, they're implied, aren't they? Some are implied, for sure. Yep. But some, some, some can just have any meaning. And as this article says, I think it says somewhere, yes, the, 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 uh, the, the, uh, it says, what does a crown emoji really mean? Mm. Well, what does a crown emoji really mean? 
And I, I receive emoji from people occasionally. Um, I look at it and I, I can say what the emoji is. And you can go to Emojipedia, yep. which we've got a link in the show notes to Emojipedia, uh, which is um, what's the name of the Emojipedia guy? I've forgotten his name. Now. Jeremy Burr, I think. Oh, it does it. Um, and he, uh, he he's, he's got this website which has got all the meanings of emoji, and you can see what it um, what, what what the emoji mean. And, and I'm just going to have a look at what the crown emoji means. Let's have a look. Uh, Emojipedia.org. Um, a gold crown with jewels on the side, representative of a king, queen, or other form of royalty. It was added to Emoji 1.0 in 2015. Okay. It's also known as the king, the queen, and the royal emoji, but Apple called it the crown emoji. And you can see on Emojipedia the different um, pictographic representations of, of a crown on different platforms, different emoji sets, so on iOS, on Android, etc. I so, the crown one's not not bad. It, it's pretty similar everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, is it is it understandable on every platform in the same way? I, I'm not convinced it is. Um, there are other emoji that actually provide much more of a challenge. So I think if we were to look at the um, uh, what's what's the emoji with the where you're looking like slightly angry. Uh, oh. Angry, this is where I struggle actually, exactly. Because I don't use the face emojis much. When I'm trying to find a suitable one, I'm scrolling through. They're not grouped very well, there's different levels of happiness, happiness, and See if we agree that grimacing face, that's what it's called. <laughs> um, so if I send you this link, just, just see what you um, so it's described as a yellow face with simple open eyes showing clenched teeth. May represent a range of negative or tense emotions. And, and it's that word may in there that this is the problem that we're talking about. Yeah. And if we look at it on different platforms, uh, it has been resolved a little bit. But it doesn't always look quite the same. I, I think the meaning is slightly different on different platforms. And as you scroll down the page, mm. you can see that. Um, so, some people, it's also known as foot in mouth, but that's not quite the same as representing a negative or tense emotion. It, so, the problem here is real, mm-hmm. um, and we do, need to, we do need to deal with it. How we deal with it, that's the interesting piece. Uh, I haven't actually read this article, I'm going to be honest with you. That's okay. Um, no, I mean, it's a topic. Uh, I mean... It's really interesting to see the use of emoticon hasn't well, exactly. gone away. That's, that, that takes me back to before emojis were even that popular at all. And it, yeah, we used them. Um, I remember ICQ, I think, called them emoticon. Remember ICQ, the, the one of the original messenger I remember ICQ. Um, platforms? I think they called it emoticon. Um, and as, it, as we've evolved, again, with language, emoji becomes the de facto use of that as well. Um, I mean, the, the law side of this. I'm not completely, I'm, I'm not, that's not my point of this conversation. The conversation was the use of emoji and how it's misconceived across different environments as well. And at that point about the grimacing face, it's a really good one actually, because I, I would not know what it's called. We go out to search for it, we go to look for it. And when I've got a, a feeling I want to get across an emoji, most of the time it's not, what I can't find it. It's not, there's nothing that's perfect to what I want anyway. So you have to find, you have to settle for something that's suitable sometimes. Um, it, yeah, as I say, I think it's a very powerful, useful 
thing emoji. Um, but we've got to be very careful how it can be interpreted. And honestly, it's quite funny actually, the, the, the eggplant one, for example, when, whenever we mention that around my son, he, 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 he grimaces. He can't stand it because he's a 12-year-old lad. He knows what it means from the playground, but he's like, oh, mum, dad, don't say that. That's horrible. It's an eggplant, son. You know, he, he just can't cope with that because it's got multiple connotations. I love that. I love that. He's just said in your best northern drool, it's an eggplant. It's like, has that ever been said? It's an drool? aubergine, son. What's an aubergine? It's like a potato. <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, I don't think we got anywhere with that one, but it's, it is kind of an open discussion, I guess. I think it's, it's complicated. It's a complicated issue. It's a really interesting one. Um, I'd really like to see uh, what our listeners think. So you yeah. can always tweet at us with the hashtag... And a series of random emojis. Just emoji. Just hashtag emoji. But what is your favourite emoji? Mm. And what is your favourite emoji for the wrong reason? I'd like to know as well. I, I like the fact that in this article, the three emoji in the big image at the top is a crown, a red high-heeled shoe, and a money bag. Was <laughs> that what was used in the prostitution case that's mentioned? Exactly. Here? So, okay. collectively, you kind of get an idea where they're going with that, but... In, individually, they've got completely different. If meanings. I sent you those three emoji in that order, what would you think I was saying to you? Um, I'd be worried that you just we did a keyboard, uh, a pocket call or something by mistake. <laughs> they're not the kind of emojis you normally send me, to be honest. But how would you interpret that? It, it does hint towards prostitution. How does the crown hint towards prostitution? And why are red high heels? High heels have got that sort of I know high heels have got that right. Money, obviously, where that comes from. I don't get the crown thing as much, though, personally. I mean, maybe it's the pimp element of it. I don't know. If you sent me that, I would assume you were saying something like the Queen's bought a very expensive pair of shoes, which I'm assuming you'd be talking about your wife. Um, the Queen? How do you know? <laughs> could be me. Could be you. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't know. It's... it's Interpretation is everything. And that's the care, that's what we'll be very I careful think of. This calls for a verbal diary challenge. Oh, here we go. Go on. We should communicate only through the mechanism of emoji until the next episode is recorded. Really? Really. Wow. There's a challenge. I wonder if we can keep it up. Well. I mean, I mean the, the, the emoji chats. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I will have to have Emojipedia open all the time. That's a good point, actually. Well, I was thinking about this when you were talking about searching for them. When, from an accessibility perspective, what, do, what happens with emoji then? It reads out the official name. I believe so. You can try, we can try it with voiceover on the iPhone. Yeah. Because um, that would be really funny if we were only messaging each other via emoji and then you send me one that's good missing face. Or Yeah, but did you have that stuff switched on? No, but I might turn it on just for that. <laughs> It'd be quite interesting in the meeting. Well, I think we should do this. I think we should only communicate via the mechanism of um, emoji. Okay. Challenge accepted. Let's see how long we last. Uh, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be interesting. Shall we try and get the dialogue out and start some samples for next week as well? Yeah, well, we can put it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, Not all of it, obviously. No. So just, just, just to wrap up on the Emojipedia thing for yes. a second, um, the person who runs Emojipedia is called Jeremy Burge. He is basically Mr. Emoji. Um, he is the creator of World Emoji Day. There's Emoji Day. There is a World Emoji Day. I think it's in July or something. Um, 
And that's typically the day that Apple announces their support for the next generation of emoji, because there's always new emoji. And, and, and I just want to say one thing about it. Whatever you think of emoji, whatever you think of the meaning and the problems that we've just sort of very briefly touched on, um, I think the inclusivity of emojis is absolutely fantastic. So we've got skin tones, different yes. genders. We've now got accessibility-based emojis, so people in wheelchairs, etc., and yep. other other things there um, that I'm probably not that aware of. And I think that that inclusivity is fantastic. It does worry me that not all of the food and drink that I want is in there. I know we've talked about but, this before, but it does have the important ones. The critical ones are there. So bacon is there. Bacon, steak, <laughs> as we found out last week. Yeah. And, and beer, whiskey. There's, there's, there's two different beer emojis. Um, there's one, there's one. There's one there isn't two. a whiskey emoji, is there? I've seen one. Probably where I've seen it. There's a tumbler glass. That's probably the But one. that's not, I wouldn't call that a whiskey emoji. I, I will send you a, uh, a link to a whiskey glass and then you will, you will see. Uh, I saw um, a tweet from one of my favourite record labels of the day. They're trying to get a glitter ball emoji officially made. Um, for disco, obviously. I was thinking, oh, I love that. But it also reminded me, there's no um, emoji for a vinyl record. Um, got, you have got CD, you've got video and cassette as well. So, come on. You know, it's, it's a reviving technology as well, you know? Yeah. And then, there, is, there are so many things in it. If you go through the objects, it's just... The array of stuff is amazing. And platforms, I think, you know, the, the OS vendors need to actually catch up a little bit with better emoji search. I know, I know that... It exists with Gboard on iOS, but really Apple needs to do a better job than they do. Um, have it in how to use emojis. So, anyway, um, I've just seen you a link to what a whiskey glass actually looks like. Okay. So you can have a look at uh, look at that. And, um, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, the flutes, nice. So um, there is no emoji for that. Anyway. Anyway. That's a good article. I enjoyed. I, I've enjoyed that discussion. And I think. Are you? Are we doing the challenge? Let's do the challenge. We're doing the challenge. So are we allowed uh, URLs as well? Smiley face. Hmm? Are we allowed to use URLs? Yes. Anything conver- Anything conversational mm-hmm. should be emojis. Fine. Nailed it. So um, what I'm going to say to you is uh, grinning, squinting face, winking face, um, uh, um, microphone. Thumbs up. Should we move on? Let's move on. I think it's time for Picture of the Week. Oh, I need to do uh, my job, don't I? Go on, get the soundboard ready. Uh, so. Verbal Diary with Sign James. Beautiful. Um, okay, so. My quarter. It's my Picture of the Week. Go on, yes. And I've had a lot of problems this week picking one because I've taken quite a few pictures that I'm, I'm pleased with. Is there one from the top of the monument? There is, but I'm, I don't think we're going to go with that one. That's cool. That's I don't think we're going to go with that one. I'm, I'm going with one that it just, yeah. It, 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 I, I, I the face says a lot about this image already. I'm not but even seeing it. It's not what you think. You, you, I don't think you're going to get it. Like guess it. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm just sending it to you over the air. Even though we're literally in the same room, we're sitting on opposite sides of a table, both of us with our laptops open so we can send messages and links around, just, just in case you were wondering. Um, and we haven't got the best Wi-Fi in here, so this very small image is taking a very long time I to get to. It a lot about the current generation of sitting next to each other with their devices, talking to each other with their devices. <laughs> oh, I've got it. Right. <gasps> Ooh. 
So um, this is a picture I took on my day out on Saturday with my little one okay. uh, in London. So we've been to Borough Market. We'd had our sausage rolls. We'd had our whatever else we had. And um, not to be too crude about it. Uh, let me look up the proper emoji name for what I'm saying. Uh, I don't want to be crude about it. But um, yeah, we, we had to go and visit the toilet. Okay. Which, as Emojipedia says, is the, the emoji is described as a white toilet as used to deposit a pile of poo. <laughs> and it's got the pile of poo emoji. No poo so. emoji included. Great. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so we needed to visit the toilet. Okay. Which is not that surprising, I think, because it happens to all of us. And you've got a young child. And we've had quite a lot to eat and drink. Excellent. Um, so the, the toilets in Borough Market were very, very busy, so we, we wandered around for a few minutes and came across, obviously, the Shard. Okay. And they were very kind and let us in to use their toilets. A lot of nice hotels get a bit funny if you just sort of walk in looking a bit scruffy as we did. Um, and and uh, anyway, it was all fine. And the Shard is obviously, it's, it's very upmarket, the hotel there. I'm not sure what the brand of the hotel is there. I didn't even take notice. Um, it's very nice and, and it's obviously full of um, people with rather more money than us. Well, than me anyway, I shouldn't talk for you. And the pictures of something that I found outside. It's um, very impressive. So it's a, it's a convertible purple mm-hmm. Lamborghini. Purple? it's an Aventador. Um, this is a 250,000 pound car, I'm going to say. Um, just sitting, parked up, with no security and nothing around it, which I just thought was brilliant. It's got fantastic wheels. If you zoomed in to look at the slightly sort of bronzed wheels, I thought that was very good. Um, I think it's an Aventador. It might be a Gallardo, but I think it's an Aventador. Can you see the back of it? See the badge? Um, anyway, it's, it's, it's just a beautiful thing. But the, bit, the reason that I share this picture is not for the bright purple, or fairly bright purple Lamborghini. Ooh, excuse me. Um, no, that wasn't actually me. It was my computer. Um, <laughs> brilliant sound effect, then. Is that your soundboard? <laughs> I wish. Is to say that actually that was the cheapest car that was parked outside the shard? No. Oh my lord. So, um, there were only about four or five other cars parked outside of there, and they were all the big Rolls Royce, the Phantom, and all of them had like gold plating inside and, and all of that. So, they're specced up Phantom, I think it's the Phantom. And getting upwards of pro- they're probably half a million quid each those cars, um, and it just amused me that this is probably the cheapest car parked outside the shard uh, on their actual car park because there was you know, some banger parked on the street. Right. But um, the picture, which we'll obviously share, um, doesn't have anyone standing around it. But that was the only moment when people weren't standing there having their photo taken with the car. What amazes me about it, and this is just the disparity in wealth. Um, is if I if this was my car, I would be literally standing over it 24 hours a day. I wouldn't just park it outside the shop. And it was there for at least 20 minutes. Because wow. um, that's how long we were hanging around there. And um, yeah, someone had just parked up and just gone in. And didn't think twice it. wasn't about an it. exhibition of a. No. I see that image. No, I'm no, thinking I'm, it's like a, a demonstrated display, you know. It didn't look like it. I mean, it doesn't have a front number plate, so it may not be a UK registered car, but it's. didn't. Um, and I can't remember if it was left or right hand drive. But it. it um, no, it, it, was, it was no problem. It, it, it was just sitting there. I, I think it was just someone's car. Um, anyway, it just amused me. It tickled me a little bit. Uh, and. Uh, 
we didn't get our photo taken with the car, but almost everyone else did. So if you were listening now, and you were one of the people getting your photo taken with a purple Lamborghini outside the Shard oh, recently, yeah. then um, good luck to you. Good, well done. Fair play to you. Um, it, it, it is a beautiful thing, and I could quite fancy a go in one of those. Fancy a go? I don't think I'd want one. I'm not, I mean, I appreciate a good car, but I never want one. I certainly don't have to clean it. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to have, to have to look after that at all. You know, the, the moment you take it onto the, the road, you've lost your value, haven't you? And it's, <laughs> I don't think, people that do for the car like that, they're, they're not worried they about it. They didn't give a like shit. It's their yeah. tax dodge probably as well. Yeah, no, they're, they're not worried about that, because that's not their only car. Exactly. That's their weekend car. That's their Saturday Literally, car. Literally, Saturday, Saturday car. and February car. <laughs> In February 2019, because obviously it will change next year. Yes. Um, no, so it, it's, it's, it's just the difference in, in level of people is quite astonishing. Exactly. But I, I, I really liked it. I saw it, instantly took a picture of it and, and thought that would be quite a good picture of the week. That's a great picture of the week. And it's a great, it's a great car. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not a car nut, like a lot of people. Um, but I, I do appreciate a beautiful thing. And that is a beautiful thing. And it's dairy milk purple, I think, which is even more... <laughs> That says a lot more about me than it does about the image. Very good. Thank you for that image. Love it. And we will definitely post that on the uh, show notes. Cool. Nice one. Are we uh, wrapping it up there then? I think we probably can. We probably could, couldn't we? So uh, let's do the socials. You can obviously tweet us at Cy, at Nortals, or at Verbal Diary Show. Hashtag, what, what was that hashtag we were going to go for? I like round bottom. <laughs> oh, hashtag round bottom. What's the episode name? Well, that's what I mean. What's going to be the episode name? Are we going to... Is the episode name round bottom? Or is the episode name um, prostitute emoji? <laughs> or is... Well, it could just be red shoe. It could be red shoe. Um, I don't know. I, I like the idea of round bottom, just because it's a funny wordplay. <laughs> Round bottom it is. Round bottom. And we'll maybe, our, maybe our emoji for this week, because every episode seems to have an emoji. I've gone into a habit of this now, yes. Will be um, a peach. A peach. Ooh, peachy. So hashtag round bottom peach. peach. So if you want to tweet at us, that's, the hash, that's this week's hashtag, is hashtag peach. Excellent. And hopefully we'll get more than zero this week as well. That'll be amazing. So thank you to those who have got involved, by the way, and messaged us. It, it makes it all worthwhile. We know people are actually listening now. It's good news. Um, we are available on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, and that's it, I think. Yeah. Still trying to get on Google Play. Um, they're very complicated for the UK. Um, and yeah, get in touch. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know what you think of the emojis. Tell us what you think we should do to maybe talk about in the future. Um, I think that is it, sir. Are we done? We're done. <laughs>